Hi, welcome to the Digital Insurance Point Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Reed. As always, I'm joined by Adam Mitchell, CEO of Mitchell & Whale, Steve Earle, CEO of Cheap Insurance, and Jeff Roy, CEO of Excalibur Insurance. And uh, this week, our guests are Dave and Julian from Crew.io. Not only are they going to share with us what the future of their organization is, they're also one of our sponsors. All the money goes to Wix, so uh, good news. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate you uh, being on the show. So, uh, Dave and Julian, um, I'm going to get you guys to uh, introduce yourselves, and maybe, uh, Julian, I'll get you to, uh, to start there. Yeah, perfect. So, um, I started off actually in the retail and marketing business before moving to telecom and um, technology side of things. So, one of my colleagues uh, works with the CFO, the CFO at Crew, and they were looking for a couple of sales guys to join the team. And once I realized that you guys, that we were going to specialize with the insurance industry, I told myself, you know, why not? Let me give it a shot and see what I can do to help, you know, the insurance market with technology. And starting off, I was the one in charge with dealing with the maritime region and the Ontario region for, for crew. I've been here for about a year now. And honestly, I'm happy to be dealing with the insurance industry. And as of now, I'm taking care of business development. So making sure with mergers and acquisitions, onboarding partnerships, and making sure money is getting brought, it, brought to the company. Thank you very much. No problem. Dave. Dave, give yeah. us your, uh, your background there. I started in telecom around 2012 uh, in a company called Connexia. Uh, what we were doing back then uh, was in a partnership with 3CX, a PBX company. Uh, we were taking their product and put it into the cloud. So after two years in business, uh, we sold the company over to uh, SBK Telecom. And I worked there for two years. Working for someone else is not really... It's not something that everyone can do, and I definitely couldn't do it. So after two years of working with SBK, uh, I started uh, Funko, and we really started things uh, the, way, the way I was picturing it. Uh, everyone that's starting a, a, a telecom business uh, mostly work at the VoIP side of things. Uh, I didn't start it with that. Uh, I was looking at the technologies that were, uh, were kind of recent for, uh, for the time, uh, containerization and uh, AWS wasn't that recent, but containerization was new. Uh, and I, I was able to adapt voice over IP technology to work with these new technology, which later on gave us a, a very good leverage of features that we can use because everything is built as, uh, as, as today's flavor. So we don't have to deal with legacy systems anymore. We don't have to deal with any of the stuff that our, uh, that our competitors, like, like Bell, for instance, have to deal with. Uh, we don't have to have humans in the process because all of our system has been built with automation in mind and with new features in mind. Uh, so it's kind of my background. I started as a sysadmin and ended up as an entrepreneur. Awesome, thank you, for, thank you guys very much. So we've got a uh, tradition we have to get through here. So Steve, what are you drinking? A little juicy IPA. Straight out of the can, like a man drinks it. <laughs> Dave, what do you got going there? Uh, I got Nut Brown. Nut Brown, good choice. Julian? I got a Garrison Tall Ship and my digital insurance pint mug. Very nice. Very nice. Jeff? I got the Garrison Blazes Blonde Unfiltered Light, because I need to awesome. lose a little bit of weight. And I've got the uh, Garrison Nut Brown going as well. So, um, hey, cheers to, cheers to you guys for being on it, and cheers to Garrison. Cheers, yeah. guys. Cheers. Thank you for having us. Cheers. Okay, so we're going to get into our speed round here, guys. Julian, Dave, what's your favorite sport? Hockey. F1. F1. All right. Well, 
it's not really a sport, is it? We might have to cut the show short after this first question, but <laughs> don't say arcade fire. <laughs> okay. Or Celine Dion. Julian, what is your guys, Julian Dave, what's your favorite Canadian band? Simple plan. I go for simple plan as well. Okay. Wow. Awesome. From, from Montreal, Montreal roots. Okay. Uh, French language question here. What is that one French word that people in Ontario say wrong every time? So I'm going to go with uh, Putin. A lot of you guys say Poutine and uh, the classic because Putin came from, you know, Quebec. Everyone has to say Putin the right way. So Poutine for me, is, it's the word. Uh, for me, it's spent some time in Miami and I was very confused about the usage of the word entree, which is definitely coming from the French word entree, which is supposed to be appetizer, but there is the main plate. So that confuses me for, for a lot of time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wrapping up the uh, speed round here. Guys, how do you say seal in French? <laughs> or fuck. Yeah, that would be fuck, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. well done. <laughs> Well, not the first time the word fuck has been said on this show. Okay, so um, we've been hearing the name crew out there on the insurance market for a little while. So maybe just give us a sense of what it is that you feel you're bringing to the broker, to the broker uh, clients that you have. Yeah, uh, well, we started in the insurance market around 2018. I would say that's definitely where we got our biggest brokerage, and we get it by uh, we got it by integrating with Blue Butter very very quickly. Uh, the the broker came to us with uh, with that challenge. He's been with uh, he has been with this current uh, telco provider for about a year and a half, and he's been promised over and over again to be integrated with Blue Buster, uh, and he couldn't do it at all. So uh, he came to us saying that uh, I'll give you a try uh, if you can integrate with Blue Buster. So we took on the challenge, and within three weeks, we've been able to do it to do the integration. That kind of what what brought us where we are today in Quebec at least uh, was all these word of mouth coming from an with our integration with Blue Butter. Uh, for, for the future, what we can bring to the insurance industry, uh, because we have so many brokers, we went with software manufacturer as, uh, for instance, applied for their Epic software, TrueFlow, Power Broker, uh, Verta4 for their CXP software, and we talked with all of them. Uh, the idea is that we want to integrate their uh, their software into ours. So this way, when people call using our cell phone or any of our solution, we want them to have a quick view of uh, of the BMS profile of the customer they are talking to. I think we're the only one bringing into the market is that we're working very close with BMS manufacturers. Okay. Yeah, and if uh, I can add to that as well, so so the first problem I came across was the price. A lot of big names in the, te in the telecom industry are overpricing their services to bigger customers. Um, and our solution actually helps you save money and is tailor-made for the insurance industry. So whether you're you know, a four-user or a 400 extension company, the price remains the same. There's no other prices and fees that are added to your solution. So second problem as well was the support and training fees a lot of companies are actually charging for a support call with us it's all included whether it's a training or support calls and it's as if we're actually in-house with you because if you want to hop on a training call the same day we're here for you i'm sure jeff you can you know relate to that it's really that human approach to help brokers transition from their current phone system to ours which brings me to my next point which is you know our support team you know when brokers talk with our project managers or our support reps 
they benefit from the experience our staff is gaining by talking to other brokers. You know, odds are when you're calling in to our support staff that same day, they've spoken to a broker. So we have experience to deal with you guys. And the fact that our customer satisfaction is actually a 99.7%. We maintain that through the whole pandemic and even till this day. And a lot of companies actually move forward with crew, not only for the price, but also for that human approach and that customer service satisfaction that we offer. So it's a big up for us. And we really want to keep that going with our customers. I've got a live example from this for, for, for this from last week. Long story short, we had to create two instances of crew. It was, and we were actually deathly afraid that we would need to involve applied because that would be a big cost. Mm-hmm. We ended up getting it all done, integrated <laughs> with our, our lead management system. And crew's answer was they had it done in like two hours and said, no, service is included. It was the most refreshing thing I'd heard in so long. Awesome. Refreshing like Garrison beer. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) You're saying, Steve, you're not part of that 0.3% that's unsatisfying. (laughs) You're part of the 99.7. I definitely am. Hey guys, uh, yeah, being a Blue Sea user here since almost day one, we still had a Toshiba phone system up and right during the pandemic, and that wasn't until Crew that we made the switch. Tell us why a broker should look at going to a VoIP system, and you know, are you are you competing against brokers leaving analog, or are you competing against brokers leaving other VoIP systems right now? Uh, we do tend to see half and half, I would say. Analog phone systems are there, uh, but most brokers who own an analog phone system, I think they are just waiting for the right voice of IP partner. Uh, there's no real reason to stick with it. You're, you're paying so much for your lines, and if it breaks, good luck finding the part for it. You're going to be done for many days. Also, uh, if an electrical outage happens, if, uh, if, if you can get any integration with it, which sometimes happens, but again, it's, it's not common. Like, Normally, most of the time for an analog phone system, your phone rings and you pick it up, which I think it's not something that's really uh, 2020. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we do we do uh, have customers coming from uh, voice over IP backgrounds. Uh, one of the reasons they choose our solution over uh, over the competition is mainly the stability. We were able to take the same kind of stability that you normally get from an analog line and bring it to voice over IP, but we're able to make it as stable as an analog line. And sometimes we even see even higher uptime at the end of the year, because uh, if you have an outage, then it still work. If anything happened in your office, it still work. And even if you don't have a, a cell phone on your mobile or any kind of, of way to reach, except from my, from my art phone, your voice system is not hosted into your premise, it's hosted into ours. So your IVR will still answer, your voicemail will be there, and as soon as you get power back or internet back, you're gonna be able to reach out to the customers for the call you missed. If you don't wanna do that, you can install the mobile app on your phone and get going from the mobile app. Two quick things, uh, we were paying about $36,000 a year and the crew system is about 12,000. So huge savings for us moving over. And secondly, back to the human touch, having somebody uh, to actually work through and put the human touches and to do things was just incredible. So want to do it like Steve, a quick shout out for kudos to what you guys have done for us. Thank you. Thank you. It's really appreciated. And also to add what, what Dave said, you know, the beauty of you know, customers switching from a voice over IP system or an analog phone system to us is the mobile app. If your phone crashes or your computer shut down, 
how are you going to keep in contact with your customers? You know, you don't want to start giving them your, your, your personal cell number, but coming to us, the good about it is you get that mobile app to work as a relay, whether your phone system crashes or your Wi-Fi crashes, the, the mobile app works on your data as well. And you have to talk 5,500 minutes to reach one gigabyte of your own personal data. You can also separate that work from leisure because once you receive an inbound call from your mobile device, it's a different ringtone. So you'll know if it's a work number or if it's a, or a leisure call. A lot of providers have a hard time recording a phone call when it's transferred or made to a mobile app. With us, it's recorded, so your ENO is protected. And, and we've seen at some point in the market, like they've been popular for maybe five or six years, but at some point, something weird happened when people wanted to move over voice over IP, but they didn't trust the cloud yet, which I guess made sense because around 2012, we didn't have the same infrastructures as today. But uh, people started to include voice over IP into their local network. So they would add a, a voice over IP server into their premise and they would get mobile app and everything. It's just that because it was using their office's internet, then if someone in the office is uploading a, a huge email or a huge file, then for your mobile, the voice is cutting on your mobile. Like the infrastructure was just not there. And if you're losing power or any of the any of the problems that you might have for an analog phone system, you're just moving them over to voice over IP. So maybe some people with on-prem uh, on phone system do get call recording, but they get a bunch of problems. I, I do think that the future uh, is definitely in cloud. Awesome. My best guess from my years as working as a carny, you guys are somewhere between the age of 15 and 18. And you know, why should I trust something as important as phone systems to you know, two recent high school grads? Maybe not grads yet, but <laughs> clearly a young team. And so I, I don't know. Uh, well, it depends. It depends who in the team. Uh, it's true we are young, but I don't. I don't think that age is speaking for experience in this case. I think uh, I've. I grew with this kind of technology. I. I built my first server when I was fourteen. I'm not fourteen anymore. I'm. I'm twenty six, by the way. Even. Even though I found. But I built my first server when I was fourteen, and because technology is moving so fast, you might have twenty or thirty years experience as a as a system administrator. The technology is moving so fast that in the 30 years, maybe the only the last 10s are, are really applying as of today. We are a young thing, but we are very passionate. And I think that the fact that we are young uh, also makes us hopeful about the future. And uh, that's why we're, we're building the things the way that we're, that we're building them. Cool. You know, we are a young team. I'm 24, by the way. You know, having a young team also makes us really driven and ready to perform. And 40% of our business is really around the insurance market. And we're really specializing in that right now. So from a broker's perspective, we really know the challenges you guys are facing. You know, all these new features, these new developments, you get it for free for the next five years. And these features are going to be made to help the insurance industry, not help you know, a lawyer's office, not help a car dealership. But when it comes to crew, the infrastructure, the staff, the service, and the features coming along is what makes us great. So Julian, let me ask you this. Go ahead. After this podcast launches, you're going to have Adam Mitchell type hyper growth. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still going to be able to offer us a service? You're going to grow. Yep. Are you going to scale up? And you got the infrastructure to do it and the plans to do it. Yeah, definitely. We're not going to change the approach. We're not going to change the customer service. Once a customer calls in, we're here to help them and to get that done as quickly as possible. So whether we scale up or remain the same, it's going to stay like that.
And that's you... actually our main challenge, scaling up. It's not the infrastructure, it's not the technology, the technology is there, it's been built to scale. Our main challenge is about the people working at our business. It's very, it's very hard to find people that will be passionate about what they do, that will be willing to put the, to put on the extra hours if there's anything that comes up. Uh, we've seen during COVID, employees staying up nearly all night to, to satisfy all of our customers' needs because everyone was sending tickets at the same time. But our staff was there and supported the business that choose crew as a provider. And finding people like that, I think, is the hardest part scaling up. But we are still keeping the bar very high for new hires. Hey, loyal listeners, when you hear me say CAS certified, that means that we use them in our agency. Are you a local insurance agent looking to take your business to the next level? Write more business and see your agency succeed with NBS aka Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, but like in today's world, we use these initials like it's cool, because it is, and it's hip. At Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, they offer the challenges local agents face in the constantly changing market. That's why they offer a wide array of personal and commercial markets and policy options to help you meet the needs of your customers, no matter how unique they may be. With a team of experienced and dedicated professionals that provide you with the support and the guidance you need to see your agency succeed, Nationwide Brokerage Solutions is here to support you every step of the way. Don't you survive in the competitive insurance industry? Thrive with Nationwide Brokerage Solutions today. Get started today and learn more at mbsbrokerage.com. That's where you learn more, mbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. So this next episode of Masters of Scale, we have crew scaling up. And uh, we'll <laughs> see how you guys do. We'll come back a year from now when you're scaled up and uh, have got to that next level and we'll check in with you. Is there uh, any funding issues with, with scaling? Like you're a young bootstrapping company. Like I, I like betting on the underdog. Like we, we've had our underdog. You might still be the underdog. Um, but how do, you, how do you fund it? How do you scale up and tackle big files? We didn't really get any, uh, any funding issue. Uh, really early on, we onboarded a, a CFO who worked with businesses like ours. We were able to get supports from the BDC, from, uh, from, the, from the Canadian uh, R&D fund for the project that we're working on. Uh, I know we're talking right now with uh, Investissement Quebec, uh, which is basically putting money into sort of like ours. Uh, we're not missing funding whatsoever. Our, uh, our main challenge is to find the people that's going to work in our business. Yeah. Uh, that's why we're finding headhunters here and there to try to find the right employees. But even with headhunters, it's very hard to find the right people. But we're constantly hiring just to uh, just just to make sure that when we do onboard like bigger customers or staff is ready, we uh, we hire people uh, in provision of what's going to happen and not in terms of what's happening right now. Wayne Gresky says, "Go where the puck's going, not where it is." Sentiment analysis, where you can analyze the tone of people's voice and the words they use to figure out if engagement was good, bad, or ugly. That's kind of the next level of engagement that brokers are looking for, and they want to put that into their system. You've started to look into this now. I don't know if it's on your roadmap, and Steve has some questions on roadmap stuff, but maybe just yeah. tell our listeners and our followers what 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 your thoughts are in sentiment analysis analysis and uh, what you're looking at doing. Yeah, uh, we played a bit with the uh, sentiment analysis. It's also part of the reasons why we're receiving our deals play with new with new products like that. Uh, sentiment analysis is 
part of the roadmap. Uh, I think it's going to come for 2021, but it's not something that's scheduled. Uh, the reason why it's not scheduled is that we have many challenges with it. Uh, it's really easy to do sentiment analysis on a HD voice transcription, but it's very hard to do it when it's coming from a phone, especially over Bluetooth. Uh, now people talk with their cell phone, talk in their, in their car, in any possible situation, and then it becomes really hard to do sentiment analysis. Uh, we played with it uh, again, I think yesterday, just for fun, uh, we took a YouTube video of someone yelling at a, at a customer service agent, but call recording was so bad that sentiment analysis wasn't working. The, the call came back as neutral, and the guy was yelling at the, at, at, at the agent. Uh, so we do see some challenges because we're doing it in a VoIP system. Doing it for the agent is easy. The call is recorded as AG, as AG audio. We can transcribe word for word what he says. It's really, really easy to transcription in this in this term. But uh, taking it from a local audio, it's still a challenge that we're working on. But we do think that we're going to see some progress coming on uh, in 2021. We do plan on having this feature uh, in our portal. What's going to bring to brokers, and not only brokers, to anyone, is that even if it's not perfect, even if it's not telling like this call is wrong for this reason, at least this call is flagged. So you, you don't need to listen to all the calls an agent is doing. The, the worst call are flagged. So you just listen to them first and then you can talk to the agent about these particular call. It's just saving the time to the manager. You don't need to go through all their calls, especially if like, if you're not trusting the system, you can remove good calls. You can just listen to neutral and bad calls to see what's going on with the agent. You make some good points about the uh, the quality. You know, you probably run into accents. You said Bluetooth, different reasons why, you know, the, the AWS, the Amazon web services won't pick it up and be able to convert it. But you, probably over the next year to two years, that'll only get better, correct? Yeah. And we're also planning on, like, we won't wait for it to be perfect to launch it. I think it's not the goal. The goal is to start saving time as soon as we can. Uh, maybe we'll not be able to match the script perfectly at first, but at least if we can offer something and show progress in the near future, uh, it's definitely something that we're looking at. We're losing, we are using a combination of Amazon Transcribe, which transcribes the audio into text, and also Amazon Comprehend. Amazon Comprehend uh, understands sentiment. It also understands keywords. So it's something that we might integrate into calls. So uh, this way, when you're filtering into calls, you can filter to specific words. And that's something that Comprehend also offer. It's one of the advantage we have of being, on, being built on top of Amazon. Now, uh, we said that we're going to lock the price for five years. Uh, with that being said, I don't think that AI is going to come with it. Uh, the, the only problem with AI is that we don't want to offer it is that the cost of using it is very, very, very high on our side, and we cannot really offer it for free. But I'm, I'm sure it's something that's coming. And we always price our, uh, our price our product to be affordable and fair, and AI is going to come affordable and fair for customers as well. Really cool, exactly. guys. Love that. Love what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Can I offer criticism? I mean, it's not all butterflies and unicorns here. Yeah, of course. Sure. The management dashboard, uh, access to it, the ability to maneuver through it and get out what we want is a little bit complicated. I would really like to see some improvement in that area. Is there okay. anything on your roadmap whether it comes to dashboard or give me some other highlights too. Okay. Uh, in terms of dashboard, uh, I think we wanted to 
build it to be as scalable as possible. The reason why we, we, we got a dashboard project as first was because everyone was asking for very specific data, uh, not only in the insurance industry, but in all industries. Turns out that every business is different. Who could have thought that? Uh, but every business is, and they all want their specific dashboard. Uh, so we, uh, we built what we call the widget studio, when you can build your widget according to your own data. And that's part of the, of the dashboard module. I know it can be a bit complicated if you're not coming from a technological background. Uh, one solution might be to call support and ask them to set, set it up for you. Uh, it's there. And what's coming in the, in the roadmap? We're coming with, uh, with a new tool on the sidebar, which is not going to be sidebar. It's going to be focusing on uh, one particular type of data. Uh, we can focus on phone calls for agent. We can focus on queue stats. It's a bit like the queue stats module that you're, that you're already using if you have queues, but we're using that to focus on one kind of data instead of building a whole dashboard. So this way you'll have a dropdown with uh, the type of data that people almost always want, and you can choose from the list which one you like. It's much more simpler, and it's also much more detailed than what you get in that dashboard. So if you don't like the dashboard, that's coming for you, and I think it really will help. Uh, and if also you want all of it in the same dashboard instead of scrolling through a list, uh, then you can, of course, call our customer service team, and they will be able to set up your, your dashboard for you with, uh, with the widget you want. Have you thought so, about taking that to um, integration with other B, BI tools like uh, like Power BI or Tableau or other um, dashboarding so that you have a, a uh, yeah, nice we integration? Thought, we, thought, we thought about that. Uh, we actually, you can integrate something with our APIs and Power, and, uh, Power BI. It's not meant for it, but it works. Uh, it's not an integration we work with. We just took our API, put it in Power BI, and it worked. Uh, Turns out it's much more complicated than our dashboard, uh, than our dashboard widget. So if you don't understand our dashboard, you won't be understanding Power BI at all yeah. based on our data. Uh, when we build our dashboard, we call it, internally we call it the baby Power BI because you can build your widget the way you would in Power BI. But if you want to import your data into this tool instead, you can definitely. Steve's just a simple deer hunter. He wants one site and one trigger, anything more, and he gets real confused. So don't <laughs> don't take the criticism too heavy. It's uh... Steve. Steve gets mad. Don't get Steve mad. No. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that on that note, I, I'm going to jump in here, guys. So talked about some interesting stuff that you guys are doing. I'm interested in looking at it from so the broker perspective. What what have you seen? What is the coolest thing that a broker has done to their business with your system i don't know if you guys you know read all the the articles of what happened but if you guys don't wrote, say jeff i swear to god don't say jeff no 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 it's not jeff <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of our brokers was stuck in japan because uh, of covid during quarantine and he was actually using our system out of his hotel room and able to assist his customers and help him out from japan so to me that was the coolest thing yeah there's a, there's a bunch I of brokers that don't think that. that's like impossible like that, that's gonna blow some minds that like how is that so to sort of break that down a bit is that the customer of this broker dialed the normal desk phone number they would expect to find them in the office. Yep. This guy's cell phone app rang across the world, literally on the other side of the world. He picked it up because he had his mobile data or Wi-Fi or whatever. Yep. The client has no knowledge as to where they are unless he said it. It looks like he's in the office and off he goes giving a pink slip or doing whatever he was doing. Exactly. You got it. It's awesome. Welcome to 2020, right, Dave? 
There you go. <laughs> hey guys, I'd like to uh, like you know what, tell us a little bit more about your roadmap, twenty twenty one. As you start conquering the world, what's uh, on the list? I know Steve was adamant about that. We're all in suspense. Uh, the sentiment analysis that's really cool. Uh, that may become, maybe not in twenty twenty one. What else you got? What's yeah. on deck uh, for sentiment analysis? That's part of our R and D project. We normally don't talk about them too much because the idea is that we can test and play with stuff. Uh, but for the official roadmap for twenty twenty one, that's something that that we are committed into doing. Uh, first of all, we're going to launch a year into Q one with a new stuff phone. Uh, right now, we've been partnering with uh, with Bryap. Well, Counterpart, actually, the, the company behind Briar, which has been in the business of doing soft phone for 10 years. That's why we choose them as partner, because we knew that they were making a reliable solution that, at the end, would be working uh, for the short term. Now, uh, we've been making our soft phone on the side. We've been testing it internally. The reason why we're shifting towards an in-house solution, uh, I think you can kind of see what the features that are coming, is because we want to have the control over whatever we're putting over to our customers' desktop. This way we can add features the way we want them. There's no way for us to change Raya because it's not our software. The new cell phone that we're working on is our software. So the idea in 2021, the first quarter of 2021, we'd be launching this cell phone as a beta to our customer. It would be working alongside Briar. So if anything happened, if the cell phone is not working correctly, you can still switch to Briar. But the idea is that within the end of Q1, we will fix all of these bugs, maybe at the beginning of Q2, but we want, we want a very stable cell phone for 2021. Once that's done, we're going to be working on something that we're going to call the marketplace. Uh, the marketplace is kind of like the app store that you see on your iPhone or, uh, or your Google Play Store, but within the cell phone. You won't actually be able to, in to install Can You Crush on it. It's not the idea. The idea is that uh, we can have external developers developing widgets for the cell phone. Before we do that, it's going to take some time. So we're going to develop some, some uh, widget internally. We're talking about Epic. We're talking about Power Broker. We're talking about uh, Truflow and Vertifor. Uh, that's the widget we're going to develop first. Also, some notes and scripts here and there. Uh, but we're going to be making widgets or, uh, of our own to start with. When we do have that, we're going to open a public marketplace when developer can actually commit their own code. We're going to review it, test it, make sure that there's no bug, and then we're going to make it available for customers. Uh, depending on the choice of the, of the developer, it can be free, it can be per month, it can be one-time fee. Uh, but at the end, it's just opening a just new, new old world of possibilities to a customer. And that's, that's our old roadmap for 2021. I think it's a very big project, but with our current team, it's going to be no problem at all. Uh, that's cool. The uh, click to dial. I'm not sure if I, that's the one thing I had in Velocify and we've, we switched over to Truflip for our lead management and I lost that functionality. So the click to dial, hopefully with the integration will come back. And what about uh, your texting right now? We got some SMS, but just yeah. no pictures, uh, pictures coming in the next couple of months. Is that on yeah, the well, roadmap? Uh, not, not only, uh, not only pictures. I mean, we can talk about our SMS right now. They're working, they're there, but, uh, it's not, it's far from perfect. Like it's there, it's working, it can help you, but it's not perfect at all. The, our idea is that there should be no difference between an SMS and uh, an internal conversation that you have in Slack. Our new cell phone that, we call it a cell phone, but it's gonna be much more than that. If you don't wanna use it as a, as a cell phone, you're not forced to. But it's also gonna include chats feature. The SMS and MMS are coming in 2021. Well, we designed the agreements with uh, the, the local carriers for Canada and USA. Are you any, oh, any, any plans to get unified messaging? So we not only get we voice, we get text, but what about WhatsApp, our messenger, 
in one platform to be able to handle that. Is that, is that on the roadmap? That's exactly the plan for long-term. That's our company vision. Because right now, everyone's been talking about unified communication in the market. Everyone's been saying that they have unified communication. And turns out that unified communication is receiving a phone call on your cell phone or receiving a voicemail per email. That's unified communication right there in the market. It makes no sense. Unified communication is having everything in the same app. And that's our long-term goal. Uh, it's not going to be done for 2021, that's for sure. But we're starting with a cell phone and it's going to include a uh, a, a chat in it. The chat in it uh, can then scale to other platforms that can be Facebook, that can be WhatsApp. Uh, name it, we want to integrate them all. It's not going to be done over uh, over a night, but it's going to be done and that's our plan for the future. Yeah. Steve? Yeah. I get a lot of calls. Because can you I'm hold up your the, note? Tell, uh, me, tell me we're on a digital podcast about digital this and that and that you're holding and reading hand scribbles, aren't you? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Fuck you, Adam Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I get a lot oh, of... And one more pause for the, the uh, 24, 25-year-old. So a, a while ago, like old people used to write things down on paper <laughs> to do business. And Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> yeah so long story short i get a lot of calls uh from local brokers um for referrals and i just want to say there's one thing that i do say uh to every single one of them because they have a lot of questions and stuff but it was the easiest transition of a major system that i've ever experienced in my many many going back to when i you know, notes and, you know, photo stats. And Fox that. machine. I'm that old. Yes. TSR-80. The, the easiest <laughs> transition of a major system because we, we needed to step on the gas really quick to get home working for COVID. And we picked you guys. And you remember, Julian, like mm -hmm. we chatted on a, a Tuesday and on Thursday, we were going. Yep. And, by the next Wednesday, we were on crew and moving. And the only cool. screw-ups we had were basically our users weren't prepared. It wasn't crew. It was, it was us. They didn't put the time into. So thank you. No problem. Honestly, that, that's really heartwarming. I really do appreciate that. And honestly, when a customer is implementing and starting to you know, forward the numbers to our system, we always say the same thing. It's always, we don't want you guys to wait on us. If we have to wait on anybody, it's going to be you guys. So if you want to take your time, test it out, test the call quality, test the features out, take your time with that. Because we know that the phone system is a backbone of your business. You guys make money off calling and picking up the phone. So we want to make sure that you guys pick the right solution. So the fact that you say you're saying that right now, I really do appreciate it. Yeah, and it's a good it's a good system. Like in terms of uh, staging, we're not 100% live. We've got some people live, but uh, you can stage it. You can basically get everybody trained, test it in your office, go live by call forwarding your calls from your legacy system over to the to the crew system, and then you can pull the uh, 
uh, pull the rip cord and basically get ready to go live. And then uh, mm -hmm. all your phone numbers can be transferred afterwards. So, uh, you know, we've always had analog line and probably my biggest hesitancy has been, you know, I'm worried about quality and we had one user who struggled with some quality, but it was more a router issue that we worked through. Right. So we want to try and get all the bugs out of it, stress test the system, try and blow it up before we go live. And so far we haven't been able to blow it up. So good job guys. <laughs> Perfect. Before we uh, do wrap up with, uh, we'd like to, give you guys the opportunity to give us some closing thoughts. Anything you want to say to our listeners, anything you want to say to the industry, just go ahead. Yeah. No, honestly, I also, I want to start off by thanking you guys for, for having us here and sponsoring the whole podcast. We don't invest in any marketing. We don't invest in any sort of lead generation. It's all word of mouth. So we really want to support you guys and come on the show and really showcase what crew is. So thank you again. Uh, but what I also want to add to this is, you know, when a broker is shopping around for a new phone system, we don't want someone to, you know, come to crew only for the price, right? We know that we can save some money and help with, with budgeting, but we don't want it to be just for that. We want it to be, you know, to partner up for the long run. So whether you guys are looking for, you know, a new technology or really to help optimize efficiency from a broker's perspective, that's why we want to be here. That's why we call the company crew because we want you to be part of a crew and, and grow with us and really invest in a solution. The fact that we offer, you know, some of the features for free for the next 60 months, we want you guys to onboard now and the time is now because we're growing. We're going to get new features and the brokers are going to benefit from hopping onto crew at the moment. So thank you. Awesome. Dave, as yeah, the, el the elders, uh, elder citizen of crew there, what's, uh, what's, <laughs> what's that? Well, that's exactly where I was heading. I mean, uh, we talked about, about, we talk a lot about like all the features and the benefit that we're bringing to our customers. Uh, I didn't know if we say that, but actually like our customers don't have any contract. I think it's something very different than our competitor in the market right now. We're not holding our customers a stage of our solution. They can leave whenever they like. That's a but, big deal. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is actually. Uh, we've seen it like some customers are trying to move to us now, but they can because of contract. They don't want to be. They don't want to pay the fees because they are very high. Uh, for us, we're not holding you a stage whatsoever. But we, it does come with a commitment. But the commitment is on our side. We are locking the price for five years, uh, and you're still getting all the new features. Maybe you're not getting AI because that's very expensive, <laughs> but uh, all the other features that we're developing, we're developing them for you, and we are not going to charge you more for it because we see your 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 contract or your service agreement as being as an investment coming from you into our company. So because of that, I think the time to sign is really now because uh, right now we don't have the cell phone yet. We're still working with partnership with Raya and we are working with BMS, but the work is not done. By the end of 2021, all of that is going to be done. So of course, our price are going to change. The, the time to sign is really now. Okay. Awesome, guys. So I also like to uh, thank our sponsors, which crew is a proud... Uh, proud representative thereof, as well as Gore Mutual and, of course, uh, WIC. So thank you guys again. Thank you very much for coming to the show. Love what you guys are doing. Cheers. Cheers, thank guys. You, guys. Thank you. Cheers, Cheers, guys. From the top, raise the bar. Keep, keep up the good work, guys. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. 
Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast Certified.